0: What's good? What's good, it's your boy OG Bernie, and um, happy Monday to everybody. I hope everybody's enjoying himself. And, um, let's just get started right now. I don't even want to waste any time. ASAP Rocky has been found guilty for that little misdemeanor assault in Sweden, but he's not conserving no jail time. I don't know how that works, but I think he's gonna have time served because of the incident. He's been locked up for about a month, maybe two, maybe two. I'm not gonna say three, maybe two months already but he's been locked up since then, and, um, he's, I guess they don't find, they don't find Ace Araki a violent criminal, and Ace Araki's, like, five feet nine, what violence he's gonna bring anyway, he or his entourage, and, well, his entourage is probably big as hell, but nonetheless, he ain't, they're gonna say time served, and, um, yeah, I don't think, I think they might do, I don't know what they're gonna do with him, probation or whatever, but, um, he just got paid like 75,000 blase, blase euros, which is equivalent to $1,300 American money. That's a paycheck that I could make every two weeks with my job. That's it. That's how much you can make in Sweden. That means I'm a rich man in Sweden. You know, these are countries that I look at, I, I start looking at currencies. You start, you start just like, damn, I'm rich out here, but I'm a broke man out here. Nonetheless, you know, um, when it comes to this whole Ferguson comments that he talked about, he ain't worried about this whole thing right now. He's worried about, you know, all that jewelry and all that designers, everything like that. I don't want to just let that go because I think ASAP was messed up, and ASAP should have used, should have used his influence to promote what's going on in the system. The system is all messed up. Nonetheless, this was years ago. I don't know if ASAP is. ASAP is definitely a different person from a a couple years ago. And if he's shown that to be, then I can come back to this podcast and tell you, damn, the hell with ASAP completely. But um, until that's determined, I'm pretty sure ASAP, this was a karma, buying him in his ass. And hopefully he learned his lesson, you know, about how black people are being treated, not just in America, but across the whole world right now doesn't matter where you at or where you're living in black people is forever being targeted by some nonsense and hopefully ASap Rocky realized that and he moves forward he becomes a better person and more importantly a better man and if he could do that right now and it, you know he can definitely influence you know his fans to you know think positive and try to change the narrative and fight against the oppression and against the system that doesn't care about us and and, and the people as a whole. So I um I guess like I said I'm 50-50 with, with this right now. He was found guilty but at the same time his time is served because he he's they don't see him violent. They told him to pay a fine. And like I said the money he's paying right now to this, to this guy in Sweden. This guy in Sweden might be happy, but if, if it was America, he probably be pissed the hell off. He got his money. ASAP Rocky got his freedom. The courts did what they had to do. And I think we just going to leave it as that. Is it safe to say Nicki Minaj is the greatest female rapper ever? Or is it safe to say Nicki Minaj just do not give no types of fucks about anybody? She is going off on everybody. And what do you, what, what can you, what do you expect? she got a platform she's made success success so much on this music and even outside of music so much different type of company she's been a part of and now she's got queen radio a platform where she's able to talk as much shit as she is able to deliver it if she don't do music no more yo she could be a great radio host wherever she's at hands down and she have not even made that much episodes. I've made about almost over 100 episodes on this podcast. And this is, and this is just me, be, even before me making it into like seasons right now and going and just feeling how I'm feeling. Queen Radio's only had about 14 episodes and all 14 episodes has been impactful because of what Nikki says and how she feels. When you got that much of a platform, when you're able to talk your shit, talk your shit. She is doing just that. She went off on Joe Budden. Better yet, she went. Even, she even went to his own show and went off on this motherfucker. She is relentless. She is not playing no games. Violating Rick Ross. Violet Charlemagne. Nikki's on a roll right now. And Shrina, I, I, I see what you, Shrina, You were smart. You had to take. You had to take the L for that right now. And it, you didn't even. T- it was not even an L. You just had to take accountability for somebody in your in your team. It's, Talking spiciness about Nicki. saying Nicki should have promoted this. Oh, she put it, she should have had the video for the song that that's Trina's song featuring her. So, why do Nicki gotta pay for it because it's out of respect because of the OG? Hell no, that's Trina's song. That whole bat crap. I, I listen, Trina, she's solidified as you know her legacy right now in hip hop. She's definitely top 20 all the time. No, no knock on her. You're not Nicki. Simple as that. Trina didn't want them issues. Trina knew she had to respond as quickly as possible because if there's another cream radio episode of Nikki talking, Nikki's going to violate and she's going to put Trina through hell. I'm happy that was resolved as quickly as possible. I heard about this since last week. I didn't want to say anything until I got more into it and I started watching the videos and what was said and I did and Nicki can't be stopped right now y'all, y'all messing with Nikki for only thing I would say is the energy that Nikki has right now I wish it could be turned into the music side if she could use that same energy and put it into her music with that force oh my goodness Nikki can't be stopped Nikki the stuff that Nikki was saying reminds me of mixtape Nicki Minaj when she was on her um, what was that? I Get Crazy when, that, that track from like 2006, 2007 I believe That was before she blew up When young, when Lil Wayne found her And everybody else from Young Money And catapulted her to the stratosphere Back in them days in Queens Like when she was really like Before the butt and the boob It was just her just rapping, rapping She wasn't, nobody can mess with her When she was Smack DVD Nicki Minaj Nobody can mess with her so, she's coming. She, yo, she's she's in form. She's in tune. I don't know why y'all keep trying to mess with Nikki. Like she's not about that life. She, she listen. She's from, She's still from New York. No matter how I felt about Nikki in her career, Nikki can still get it in. That's it. So. When, she's, when she got a platform this big right now, she's going to tell you what it is. Now, it's up to you to believe if she's telling the truth or not. That's about it. After that, Nikki's going to tell you what it is. Rick Russo, Rick should probably should have never even dissed her in that, in that album. Um, Charlamagne, if you're all trying to put a hate strain on her, then you're just messed up for even indulging in that type of activity. We don't know. I don't want to know, but if that's the case, then maybe you messed up also. Trina, smart, I respect it. You didn't want you didn't want them type of issues because those issues was gonna come in the next Queen Radio. If heaven forbid she gets back on it and she just goes a whole wave storm of just violating just the whole your whole roster, because I don't believe your whole roster is capable of doing anything to Nikki. Your whole roster is not capable. Of saying anything to Nikki and your whole roster won't do nothing to Nikki. So it was important that me, this had to be this had it resolved as quickly as possible. This was gonna be bad real quick. So I'm happy that got resolved. You gotta let Nikki talk her shit. There's nothing really anybody I can do about it. Nikki right now, she's the queen of this radio shit, and she's and she's proving it right now. She's killing it when it comes to shit like this. And she and if she could, listen, if she had the, if she translated that into her music and just go off like she did instead, before she became pop success, yo, listen, I'll I even make the claim that Nicki might be the greatest ever. But Nicki gotta be in tune with herself and just start rapping, rapping and just spazz off. That's the only way, but I don't think Nicki cares. Nicki's not focused on all that right now. You know, she's, she's made so much money right now. She don't care about how much albums she even makes. She's good with the what, four or five albums she's got right now. She's solidified herself as one of the greatest female hip-hop artists ever. And even more so as one of the greatest female rappers ever. She's already solidified at this point. No matter how you feel about her, agree or disagree, Nicki Minaj, Nicki Minaj is top 10 female rappers and hip hop artists all the time. Now, if you stack her up with just all together with male and female hip hop artists, then I'm pretty sure you have to add her top 30, 40. There's a lot of people on that list right now, and mostly males, so you are most likely. You already know Nikki's gonna get snubbed every time. So they're gonna and, and me too. I'm I'm not even gonna be disrespectful, I'm just gonna call it like it is. Nikki's top 30. If not top 40. Nonetheless. If Nikki just goes, if Nikki just continue to do what she's doing right now, ain't no telling what she can do. And you know, I'm happy she even got this radio station because maybe I wanna hit, I need to hear that side of her. And up to this point, I didn't know what was Nikki's goals or what she was gonna do next and what was all this other nonsense going on and you know now we get to know all this so like i said i'm not a big Nicki minaj supporter she's got some good music and i think we all have to we all have to say she does because anybody that says that all her music is trash that's a goddamn lie all her music isn't trash it's just... It's just... It, listen, the labels pick the whack music. That's pretty much it. You go listen to her albums. I'm pretty sure there's at least one, two songs up there. You're going to just say, okay, I could rock with this. Um... What what more do you want from her? Honestly. What more do you want from her in this point? Cause, because cause honestly... Nikki's not Nikki ain't gonna stop she's gonna be as relentless as possible because y'all feed y'all giving her that ammunition right now for her to go off on everybody and until that change there's nothing that can be there's, there's nothing I can be doing at this point Nikki's just gonna be Nikki and y'all gonna be y'all gonna y'all gonna feel this what are they call the bobs yeah you gonna feel the bobs please stop Don't leave her alone I'm going to say this, I guess this, I hope this is the last time I even have to talk about this, but I'm going to address it right now. If Jay-Z didn't talk to Kaepernick, I am going to find some type of problem with it because I'm not saying that he has to talk to Kaepernick, but Kaepernick did start this because he kneeled. Because he, because of social injustice, because of people of color's skin getting shot down by cops. Nobody's talking about it at all. Kaepernick that day in 2016 or 2017 nailed over a national anthem and protest. It was a peaceful protest against the social injustice. But everybody that was talking about, oh, he's he stabbed his he, he, he stabbed the backs of military servicemen. That's not the case. I wish, I, I wish and I hope people would stop using that bullshit every time and making it seem like He's doing that against the servicemen of America, the military. That's not even the case, because if you think about it, even the military, they approve of the shit. They, in facts, they said it, and documents they said they never had a problem with what Kaepernick did. This was a peace, and as, as this was addressed, this was a peaceful protest against social injustice in America. What what also happened is it opened the floodgates for. All everything else to happen that resulted in Kaepernick being blackballed. We've all heard it. We all witnessed it. We all seen what's going on right now. Kaepernick has haven't had a job in the NFL in almost 900 goddamn fucking days. I get it. In the span of three years, almost going on four right now, Kaepernick has not had a job. He's not been in the NFL. Now what you have to Realize is Kaepernick chose this. Kaepernick chose to do this, and this is the result. Does he has a right to be? Yes. If just without without a shadow of a doubt, he does have the full rights. There's no reason to believe otherwise. What's also in this situation? is what if Jay did not talk to him. Now, Jay said he did. And so I'm going by what Jay said. But from what Kaepernick's girlfriend and what their attorney said, that's a false accusation. So, what am I What am I supposed to believe? Am I supposed to believe Jay or am I supposed to believe Kaepernick? Now, everybody out the woodworkers right now is... It's trying to cancel for right? like he's the villain. And I'm not canceling Hove completely. I think this move does raise questions. I also talk about the, the, you know, even if it was lukewarm, you know, the positive side of this. But if this is not meant to work, then it's not meant to work. Overall, if it's found that he didn't talk to Kaepernick, I'm gonna be upset about it. I'm gonna feel some type of way because you swore that you talked to him. Now like I say, we don't you don't need nobody approval to, to talk to anybody. But the fact that you said it anyway, it was said. Hands down, you said it. So it's not like you can just rewind history rewind a little step of history and then change it back to no, you said it. So it was just in words, you said it, you spoke on it. On TV we seen your face when you say you spoke to him now we would never a kid if that was the case <coughs> Ooh, sorry I don't think nobody were a kid at all but you said "End quote Got yeah, talked. talk so we're going by what you said even though as I said there's no reason why you need Kaepernick's permission to be talking to anybody But as we've talked about... Kaepernick is the only reason why... You're in this situation... So... I mean... Talking to him will be good... But also having him a part of this... Will even be better... If not as a... QB... Then... Have him have a say... On what's happening... Like I said... Kaepernick paved open the doors for you to even be... In this situation... Let's let's not forget that shit... And... For the simple fact... That... This is transpiring right now. Like I said, everybody's gonna say Jay's a pawn. Jay sold out. That's as that's the quick assessment of everything. And we need to stop that right now. On Jay sold out. Jay is a capitalist. He's a capitalistic nigga. And come on, we, we're doing. We're throwing too much into this. Let's see what happens at first. Let's see what transpires. Let's just look at this for. The, let's, let's see what happens out of this. Let's look at the plan that Daisy has to implement into this situation. If it becomes what everybody said, the critics said, then the cry phone Why not? I'm not going to debate it. I'm going to look at it for what it is. You're right. I am sorry, and I'll let it go. If it's, if it's proven that... He ain't met his word that he's not handling what he's supposed to handle, then alright fine. But Jay-Z or jay but it's hard for me to believe that because like I said, Jay-Z got the reform. Jay-Z's done a lot right now, just this year alone. Especially for the social injustice and the reform that he and Meek Mill collaborated on to help people, you know, get out of jail and everything like that. So for everybody that's mad about jay-z turning about face and selling his soul or selling out maybe jay-z has an idea i don't i don't think you're giving jay-z a chance to you know put the put the motion to work i don't think you're giving him a chance give this man a chance see what he can do is we can't just cancel him off right now let's see what jay can do in this point and if jay can do it and if it does become successful then you know what there. I think everything will hopefully be in a better situation for communities in America. And if it doesn't, well, then we know where Jay Head was at and we can definitely bash him and cancel him and we can just say he's a politician at this point because Jay's been making a lot of moves right now that's just that he wants to run for president. I don't know that's going to be the case but he's definitely been even Kendrick Lamar even mentioned Jay for president at, on the Grammys last year. So if this is just a tactic right now for Hove right now just to get closer to the man, just to have a just to have the recommendation to run for president, then that's kind of fucked up. But nonetheless, I do. <coughs> sorry. I do hope there's a silver lining in all this, and more importantly, Kaepernick. That's it. Kaepernick deserves a job. He deserves to be in the NFL. We all—we that's not debatable. We agreed he deserves that opportunity. I hope that Jay knows what he's doing. That's all I'm gonna say. I hope I'm, I hope he knows what he's doing. That's all I can say at this point. Because if he doesn't, and if he is bamboozling us right now, then it, for shame on you. And taking, let's just take the music part out of this, because I'm not even gonna infuse music into this. I'm just gonna talk, just Sean Carter, if if this is the case right now, for this is the sad. It's, it's, it's pity. It's horrible. It's night. Well, I'm take pity is disastrous everything that you claim to represent right now will all be just a benefit for yourself and your brand and whoever around you which i said capitalist duh but i hope that's not the case and we'll just see the results So, Saturday night, it was reported that former NFL and college football star, Cedric Benson, passed away in a motorcycle accident. He was 36 years old. He was by far one of the most prolific running backs in college football history, or NCAA history. He rushed for over 5,000 yards while, well, 5,540 yards while in the Texas Longhorns, which is second all-time to Ricky Williams. I believe he won a championship also, if I'm not mistaken, with, with him, with Mac Brown and the, you know, Texas Longhorns. If, if that's not the case, then I apologize. But um, he did play about three years with him. He won the Dork Walker Awards given to the, top nation, the nation's top running back in 2004. And from there, he went on to the NFL. He was a fourth pick overall for the Chicago Bears in 2005. He also played for the Bengals and the Packers. He went, to, he went to the Super Bowl in the second season with the Bears. And, um, in, in, you know, I guess even though he was their fourth pick overall, they relied more on Thomas Jones as the premier running back when they made it to the Super Bowl. And after the Super Bowl, they were, you know, the, the premier running back was mostly Thomas Jones. So they shipped Cedric Benson to Cincinnati where he had great success there for three straight years he had over a thousand yards and then he went to Green Bay for about a year or two and I think he got hurt and then his career ended overall he was a he was a solid running back during his time in the NFL over nearly 7,000 yards rushing combined and 33 touchdowns um, but he's most like say he's most notable for his work in college football he was a fantastic running back. He gave the Texas Longhorn a resurgence. He made them—they made him them relevant again. During the time with him, Vince Young, he made that—you know—team relevant. So, overall, um, rest in power to Cedric Benson's, and condolences to his family, his loved ones, whoever loved this guy, whoever. whoever supported him throughout his years of, you know, everything good and bad. You know, it, it sucks to see somebody die at a young age and you hope that nobody goes through with this. And it sucks that you got, I gotta talk about it. Rest in power to him. And as I said, condolences once again. So this has been a Hot Topic for maybe a couple of days right now. It's been reported that 6ix9ine faked his own kidnapping. Now, Highline 7 is gonna push that. TMZ might push that. You know, if you're like academics or other people who've been following it, you might also wanna say, oh, these guys are just saying this so they don't have to face serious, you know, time. But let's be clear if we're looking at 6ix9, just the body of work and everything he's been doing when it comes to promoting. I mean, 6ix9ine has really been the best strategist when it comes to promoting a song or an album. So, I mean, do I believe that he's crazy enough to really put himself into a situation where he'll fake his own kidnapping? Yes. I also believe when it came to that whole shooting at Calabasas, I believe, for the video that was gonna be for Nicki and Kanye. I believe he set that up also just to get, just to make more buzz off the song they had. Even though it would've been dope how the video would became, but it, it, it's clear it never happened. Um, yeah, I, I really believe this guy will be this crazy enough to really do this. And I don't wanna sound like I don't want to sound no type of villain in the villains in his way and try to hate on 6ix9ine at all because I know how people ran out thinking, you know, who still even ride with this guy, to still believe that, yo, you're hating on what he's doing. And it's not even the case. You just gotta look at everything that 6ix9ine's been a part of, especially just before a song or even a tape drops. And this is the type of crap he's been doing. Just to get some type of buzz and. It's worked out perfectly, but at the same time, he's doing a lot of shit that's gonna get him into some serious, you know, crime and charges. And he's just, he's blatantly, cause he's telling you he's, a, he just, he don't care. So, where am I supposed to believe? Especially all the pranks and all the means and all the nonsense he's pulled. Why can't I not say that, yo? He's faking it, and I, I'm strongly believing he's, he's faking it. Like I didn't see no type of beat down on this kid. For him to say he was scared for his life and all that—that's a goddamn lie. A goddamn lie. And I'm just—if if, listen, the only person that I will truly know the truth would be Sarah, the mother of his daughter. He will. She. I mean, sorry. She will be the perfect person, if not the only person, to know the truth. Because all all that shit that happened, he did the nonsense came to the crib, robbed him for half a million dollars, blase blase, she will be the only person to know the whole truth. And she's the only one that can really set a light off this nonsense that 6ix9ine has been creating. It's crazy that 2019 we're still talking about this clown. He ain't dropped no song at all this year other than that crap of an album and yet we're still talking about him. It's just amazing. Like I'm, I'm hoping that this trial is over and he gets released, so we can just bombard him with failures after failures because this guy is really, truly pathetic. And I, and I'm sorry, I don't want to make no assumption, but I, I, but just looking at the trend of just foolery that he's performed, I, it's it's hard for, it's easy to say that he he had to fake his own kidnapping because like he did a lot of fakery. He was a fake dude surrounded by a lot of real niggas that worked, you know, that, that did 50-50 deals. The real niggas got some clout and got some promo off him. He got some security. Simple. It worked out well. They were able to make money together. And they got as far as doing whatever they had to do. Now, time ran out. 6 9 was snitching on everybody. It was just pretty Simple. Fox News um, is pretty much what would happen if Trump faced the top four Democrats right now running for the Democrat, you know, election or just to win the Democratic election. And um, the top four will all beat Trump. Um, case in point Joe Biden, 50% against Donald Trump, 38%. Bernie Sanders, 48% versus Trump, 39%. Elizabeth Warren, 49% against Trump, I mean 46% against Trump, 39%. And Camila Harris, 45% against Trump's 39%. So pretty much Trump is in the average of 39% and his uh, his Democrat opponents average about a good 44%. they also said amongst Democrats, Biden maintains a sizable league over the rest of the field, which means that everybody feels like Joe Biden, who was the vice president for Obama four years ago, is a more capable candidate against Trump. Um, now, it don't matter if you're Joe Biden, Bernie Sanders, Elizabeth Warren, Camilla Harris, um, who else is running for the Democratic election, Bill de Blasio, well, um, Who's that guy from Cory Booker It don't really matter Which one of you Democrats You know Run for The Democrat election You can win that It's like Any team from the East Win the Eastern Conference Finals It's an accomplishment But you ain't, you ain't Win the big Game You ain't win the big one And, and Memory serves Four years ago Hillary won The Democrat You know Over Bernie Sanders Came a total toe against Trump, and Trump beat her down. There's even you, you can say rig, you can say whatever you want. The end of it all, Trump won, Hillary lost in classic WWE fashion, even if you think Trump cheated. So, I don't care for the recent polls, I don't know why everybody keep making polls. It is to remind the public on what it is. Trump commented saying that this is not good. Why will you why why bring out the polls when none of them done anything? Um, I personally, I don't, I don't know why. Honestly, I think I'm upset at myself even talking about this, but I think it was needed to be said for people to be informed, you know, for people in the hood that don't really care for the TV or don't care for politics. I just want to, you know, I just want to keep you in tune because I know most of y'all is Democrats. So when you hear shit like this poll, I know most of y'all be jumping for joy. Like, yeah, they got a chance. They got a chance. As long as Trump is not president, just pull the brakes. Just pull the bricks right now. Don't even think that for one second. The polls mean anything. It just means that, because it's probably maybe a hundred people that even did this whole poll. You know, a couple of you know people were surveying where they got this at or whatever place. Because you got also take into account cities also that might be pro Democrats. So I don't think they really took this unless this was an online poll. But if it wasn't, then I'm pretty sure they went to pro-Democrat states to take this. Now, this might look good to the the candidates, but it doesn't matter to the American people. It really don't really matter to me. All that matters is what happens in 2020 when Trump faced whoever from the Democrat side. Now, who I feel like will win this, I personally don't even know right now not until everything trickled down to the last couple of candidates that's going to face each other so uh, there's like 20 democrat candidates right now even applying to be a part of this it needs to come down to at least five at least so i can find out who will be the best choice right now joe biden is in the league right now he's got the experience he's been in the white house and bernie sanders he's he's always the fan favorite so anything can happen makes you wonder if the Knicks is ever gonna, well, James Dolan is ever gonna sell the Knicks. You know, I feel like anybody in the NBA that sells a franchise, oh, you know what, any American sports team that sells a franchise, it's not gonna compare to when the Knicks sells. Wonder when James Dolan sells the Knicks. I think that might be the biggest. And the reason why I'm only speaking about this because a week ago, I didn't even talk about it, but uh, that's how I address it. A week ago, one of the owners who already put portions into this team a few seasons ago, it was 2007. I think he took the sales from I think Bruce Rander, I believe I just believe I don't. I think I'm making assumptions on that. I I I got a fact check. I may be messing up. Maybe for Koveroff, whoever the guy was, it's an agent business. You know, business worker. He bought the franchise, well half of it, well 49 percent of it, a couple years ago for about a billion and a half now recently he bought the remaining 51% for Prokhorov for about the value was 2.335 billion dollars so two billion dollars that's about less the highest sorry the highest value for a franchise ever in basketball history for a team that never won a championship before they've been into it they've been to two NBA Finals. Um, they had some solid, great solid players around them. From Dr. J, Jason Kidd, Vince Carter, Richard Jefferson, Kenya Martin. They have had some good solid players around this team. Um, I mean, I don't think the Nets are worth 2.35 million dollars, especially for a team who hasn't won a championship But this might have come at a good time for the Nets Especially their recent signing of Durant And Kyrie that's rejuvenated Hope that the Nets can get to the NBA Finals If not this year Then most likely in the next three years Once KD comes back into the fold To help the Nets team And this is a solid young Nets team That's got young people around them And young wing players You got two franchise making players right now And You know If Anymore, I guess the the, the the hits could keep on coming in a good way for the Nets as there's been reported that they're on the verge of signing Carmelo. So I hope they do sign him, you know, a hometown hero. This could be his final season, you know, considering if he, you know, gets the chance. Everybody's been saying that Carmelo's not a fit. You need to go to a championship team that's, that's ready to contend for the championship. And I was hoping that, you know, he could finally just go to the Lakers. Come on. Especially after Demarcus Cousin getting hurt. You would hope that he would go. But that's not the case. So the Brooklyn Nets gave him a chance. And listen, Carmelo's not going to get any other offers after the Nets. So you turn this down, you're pretty much not getting no type of chance unless you're banking on yourself. And you you tried banking on yourself last year and it didn't work. So hopefully just sign the deal man okay just sign the deal i want to at least see you lace up you know tap your head on the headband after you hit a free and make some good plays and be the closer that can close a game out if it's needed and that's it we can move on from that and just be happy and easy breezy and all that good shit I wanna make this the last segment of the day. And I definitely wanna just make this the last one because I've been weighing, you know, since the beginning to talk about it, since this whole episode started. And um, it's pretty sickening. And I don't wanna just disrespect moms at all because then again, I have to disrespect my mom and I don't know what made, you know, I don't know what made them give birth. I don't know what they were scared of. I don't know why they would put kids in a crazy predicament. I don't know anything. I, I'm, 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 a, I'm a newborn myself, not that, 30 years ago. So I don't know what my mom was thinking when she had me and where she had me at. I know she had me in World Health Hospital and you see where Wardell Hospital is, it's a bad hospital. But do I look at my mom any different for putting me in a bad hospital? I, no, not at all not at all but it just when you hear stories about newborn babies being found in just, un- just unimaginable places right now it's it's truly sad and it truly it hurts a little too you know and that's and i'm not a hurtful person i i really i'm if at all i i show no remorse but when you hear things like this it's just it's sad just because the baby didn't do nothing. Baby, is just coming out. It's not like the baby has any chance to defend itself. You're just leaving the baby in a in that situation where the baby could have either been killed by the cold, by the heat, by an animal, by anybody hearing the cry. And it's it's truly it's truly sickening. I don't listen. I don't. I don't. I'm not gonna debate with anybody. That the, you don't know what the mom is going through but you also if you're, if you're gonna agree with that s- statement with the you don't know what the mom is going through, then you're agreeing that it's okay for the baby to be in a bad spot. I mean I'm not saying you have to pick a shoes or anything like that but at the same time you got to at least acknowledge that this is bad. I' pretty and they were, and they are safe havens you no know, salt so across America. Where we can just drop a baby off, no questions asked, and that's it. Just go about your day. If you're not ready to have a kid, then just that's it. Just put the baby where the baby is going to be safe with people who can take care of the baby that you can't. That's it. Or at least, or at least let your family know what's going happening. You, if a person got family, there's no reason why you give the baby up. Maybe get the get the baby back i don't i don't know i don't i i don't see the whole point of just doing that to you your own flesh and blood and leave them out there just to, just to die it's truly really sad it's just like you i'm pretty sure we, we teach every mom this every upcoming mom and as a right it's a right to be scared but don't 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 be scared and just abandon your baby like that and if you and if you all gonna do that at least the hospital at least the fire station the police station somewhere those three are to be the main places if not some if not somebody you truly know that can hold on to the baby until ambulance arrive or whatever the make sure the babies have all its shots and everything something that simple this shit like this shouldn't be happening now I'm pissed off because police in Maryland, they're investigating a newborn baby girl that was left in the woods without as much as a diaper. The baby was just butt ass naked, right there in the woods. A guy heard it by a nearby street heard the cry. If the baby wasn't crying, the baby wasn't dead. The cry saved her life. It's like she, even even the, even the baby herself knew that if she don't cry as loud as she can, she's going to die. And she saved herself in that situation. And it's, 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 ter- it's sad. It's sad on all levels. I'm not sure what made the mom do this unspeakable act. I don't know what was her mindset. I don't want to say she's a monster for doing what she did. I don't want to just start attacking her because I don't know what she's going through nobody knows what she's going through I'm trying to be as I'm trying to have some type of remorse on this situation but it's hard to because of the, just of the nature this baby could have fucking died and she and the mom did not think about that one bit when you left her in the woods and that's just the hard that's 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 and it's even it's hard because I was trying to maintain this composure that she didn't do anything wrong, that she was just scared, but it don't fucking matter if she was scared or not you gotta do anything else, but to, but just not this not to leave your baby in the garbage can, not to leave your baby in the woods, not to leave your baby by herself put it her with somebody that can just get the baby out of there and put her in a safe place and you didn't do that, that's what, that's what pissed me off and if anybody wants to agree to disagree, then by all means, but to, sorry, you're just agreeing to the point that the baby should be there. Hey, this is the original gatekeeper, Bernie, and this is the Let Podcast. Available iTunes, Google, and Spotify, and everywhere else where you can find the Let Podcast. You can click, you can stream, and of course, please enjoy. Burn.